Go ahead and give me that sanity check. <laughs> what? Ooh, too bad, so sad. Looks like you just picked up a derangement, friend. Happy Harvey here, and you'd be insane not to check out Chaotic Click Clacks. That's right, friends. Head on over to Facebook, Instagram, or Etsy and search up Chaotic Click Clacks. Peruse their exotic array of handmade gaming dice. So the next time you're staring into the gaping mall of insanity, you can do so with confidence and style. Remember, Chaotic Click Clacks, where we want to be your clack dealer. Oh, great and powerful and wise, senior partners. This is Quentin Nosebomb standing inside the Magic Summoning Circle. I have found a merchant willing to sell me bottles of Kobo blood as long as I provide him with legal advice on an upcoming divorce. Apparently, prenuptial agreements in this fantasy world are even more difficult to navigate than the real world. This has proven a very lucrative case as long as I don't mind being paid in bottles of blood. Since my last report in, we have officially begun our first quest, and I am excited to see the effects of the video game on its active participants. We have been told to kill a fella named Martin Longshanks, and my traveling companions seem to have very little compulsion with murdering a person. Lack of moral fiber seems to be a very prevalent effect of this game. We have begun the quest into the woods in the Outside of the city of Ulm, Elora and Serene proved adept at tracking and following uh, two bandits back to their camp. Uh, it seems that skills like these are ones that are enhanced with exposure to the game. Unsure if these will trickle out to the real world, but perhaps there can be some sort of training for our less quick-witted junior partners uh, in the game once we get out. Which, uh, you know, any day now, you want to pop me out so I can make a report in person. That would be just fine. Anyway, we are on the trail of Martin Longshanks and are sure to come down to some sort of exciting, uh, combative situation with him. But I will attempt to remain a neutral observer, uh, merely gathering information for our upcoming legal action. Quentin Nosebaum, now officially closing the summoning circle. And once again, trying to get cobalt blood out of his rogues. Welcome to Crumpets and Kerosene, an actual play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kelly. I play most of your NPCs, not all of them, but most of them. And today around our table, we have everybody. And so let's start with um, Brent. <laughs> Brent, what is your, what's the color of your aura? And, and you know, your character's aura and why? I really thought he was going to say underwear for a second. <laughs> I would have. Well, the what color of my underwear, you know, um, brown. <laughs> oh. oh, you never had to clean them. Spotted brown. Well, the color well, of my aura is probably blue or purple. And because I'm always in my head and yeah. dreaming about something. Yeah. Nice one. Freedom. Uh, Jason's aura is red. 
because he's very connected to his physical body and you know aggression and all that stuff yep cool all right what about you uh lee uh i think my aura would probably be like maybe like pink or or lavender or something like that try and be pretty lighthearted, but i'm not like super social so <laughs> it's not like yellow or anything okay. um Alora, I think she tries to go for like a yellow or like a like a gold. She just tries to be very inviting to people. So, right on. Cool. What about uh, you? Yeah, I was gonna say Jason, but he's got his mouth full of food. Uh, Jenna, what about you? <laughs> um. So me personally, I think my aura is like a a teal or like an ocean like blue or green. Because uh, I honestly think that I should have been a mermaid. Um, <laughs> interesting damn reality yeah I know right <laughs> stupid things all right um anyways um, Serene's is green for growth okay nice. I like it fair enough fair enough uh what about you uh Seth um personally uh, my my aura I, I don't I don't know you guys probably know more about this than I do, but what's the aura of like change, like always changing, green. like too much? Green. Green. Okay, then it's green. Um, and Merle apparently Buzzfeed says Merle's is blue. <laughs> um, Buzzfeed. Right. That's all Merle knows green. about it. Yeah. <laughs> you went right to the source on that one. Buddy. It's wasted. Because he's he's a commitment of phobe. Wasted his battery phone, his brief battery phone life, just to figure out the answer to the question. Uh, what about what's you, Allie? The, what's the color for child murderer? What color is it? Yeah. Probably blue. Blue. Yeah, probably blue. What about you, Allie? Mine is rainbow pastel stripes. Oh. And, um, According to the internet, Sophia's is white, which means she has a quick mind and a tendency for perfectionism and nervous energy. Cool. Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good job, internet. Thank yeah, you, internet. Now, uh, Jason's not stuffing his face. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us yours? Not right now, but I will be soon. Um, <laughs> my, uh, uh, my aura is apparently... Uh, yellow because I'm engaging and charismatic and my warm personality draws many types of people in. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> and Quentin's or uh, uh, Quentin doesn't have one because that sounds like a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Fair enough. Face looks like a lot of bullshit, Quentin. Right, cool. Your aura's coming <laughs> off really red and black right now. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your chakras are really out of whack. Uh, style? Yeah. No, my aura's not hostile. I'm fucking hostile. <laughs> That's what we said. <laughs> I, uh, uh, for me, I, I, uh, all the NPCs don't have aura because you guys haven't cast see aura yet, and uh, I, <laughs> I myself lost my aura in my first marriage, and so I'm growing it now with my current marriage. And so, <laughs> that being said, oh. uh, nice. So it's like a Schrodinger's, yeah, Schrodinger's thing, like they don't Schrodinger's have an aura until aura. we look. It's black. Yeah, basically. It's void. So they don't have souls until we check. Exactly. So it's okay to murder them if you don't check. And 
You can right. definitely lose him in a divorce. Yep. And on top of that, we're going to go ahead and get started. Welcome, adventurer. Get ready. Pack a bag, grab a snack, set back, and hang on. Five, four, three, two, one. You do follow them to, uh, it looks like a, uh, like a, like a weird rabbit giant hole that's, uh, 12 foot by 18, uh, that goes into the earth, uh, that you can tell. So it looks like a rock shaped structure cave, uh, that they are continuing to go down and God, the three. The entire time, they don't even look back to see that you're following them. No, you that you're going through the woods or anything. Ace is just was, crunching on sticks and leaves. Yeah, you guys are literally cut, walking, cut, cut, cut. You guys are walking behind them, literally, like they could turn around and see. But they aren't really concerned about people following them. Uh, huh. You guys didn't ask about the forest, so who knows what lore uh, follows this forest. Anyway, they don't pay attention, and this is what you find. You find the cave that they're walking into as they uh, light a couple of torches off the wall. There's a whole bunch of, a row of torches, uh, flint and steel, and uh, they continue to walk down there. Can we kill them now? Uh, I think I'm going to try to go follow them real quick. Try to be stealthy. Into the cave? If you get stuck down there, we can't follow you. You can, I mean, you can still Without, get like, in the cave, right? Causing a fuss. All right, all right go ahead. Do I it. have dimension door. I can de-door out <laughs> if I need to. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's true. You can, yeah. <laughs> well, there goes the whole Aladdin. I back to my room. Oh, yeah, okay, that's right. I got one of those, too. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the rough. <laughs> uh, I have the whole Aladdin oh, thing where I all of them, but obviously that's not going to do any good because you'd be like, ah, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, bitches. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a way to completely reverse it, Kelly. I was going to say, unless there's magic that stops it. Yes, yes, I've, I've learned. Tons I have an of amulet magic. too that I can I can teleport back to my room, Some my safe bitch. space. Stupid word. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, you start creepily going. As you get to the cave opening, you do sense, uh, as you cross the opening of the cave, a different sense. It's colder. Uh, the atmosphere changes for you. Even know that you've just taken, taken a few steps in, uh, you don't hear the forest behind you, the trees. You don't hear anything other than uh, the cave itself. Uh, and as you turn around to look behind you, it looks kind of like ripply and like you've stepped into a different. Uh... Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a little nipply in here. All right. Um... <laughs> it's a tidbit nipply. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Everybody's so at I'm disadvantage just... when she turns around. No, God, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, listen- I'm just listening. Cutting I'm wearing my cloak for the most part. Um, yeah, they're so extra loud. I'm... They're just talking about how the- when they finally get to everybody else to bring back the information that, the- that they've got about the town so that they know where their next raid's going to happen. And uh, Oh, these are definitely the bandits, son. And that they've mm-hmm. captured... A group of people a week ago, and they finally get to skin the last one alive so they can 
eat. There's someone in there? Do I think that they have the person there? Uh, the way I told you there's somebody it, being yeah. skinned. <laughs> so now we're going to be able to kill them now. <laughs> no. Now you um, have the moral ground. Thank you for giving them. us the moral ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the rest of... So, uh, the rest of you see Serene. She looks before she walks into uh, the opening of the cave, and she disappears uh, as she stepped um, into the cave. How many people do I think are in here? You have no idea. You know the two. If she disappears, Laura's going in after her. Okay. As you step in, well, we can resolve that later. I'm just saying. Yeah. Be fine. yeah. It, she just fucking poof like. Ugh. Yeah, she's Dylan. ahead of you guys, and then you're watching her going because she ran ahead of you to catch up with them, and she immediately disappeared as soon as she opened the mouth of the uh, the cave. And so the rest of you fall yeah. in. Uh, the same scenario. Uh, the atmosphere has changed. Uh, you definitely get the cave, deep, you know, cavern feel. You don't get the same temperatures you did outside. Uh, you don't hear the birds, mm-hmm. you don't hear any of that, and it's completely changed the atmosphere around you. Mm-hmm. And as everybody turns around, you see this ripply, like it's continuously to move as you look at the trees as they like ripple, mm-hmm. like you walked into some type of field. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we just decided to come in here like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Quentin is just the reluctant follower. <laughs> Great, cool. Stepped in is like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. So, uh, you have a safe space ring, okay? You're fine. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna continue following them as stealthily as I can, and because I want to assess. How many of them there are down there? How much space? Is the person that they want to skin still down there? Like, you're, all of these different you're things. You're 30 feet ahead of the group because you ran ahead of everybody and then went in. And then yeah. everybody mm-hmm. followed after it. So you're 30 feet ahead of everybody. So yep. as you're going down here, this mouth of the cave opens up to this giant room as you get, I don't know, maybe 20, uh, like 20 minutes down as everybody's catching up. It opens mm-hmm. Massive cavern. There's fires. Uh, there's a giant roaring fire to one side, and then there's like little huts all around. And uh, you see a person tied to a pole, and like they're sharpening stuff. And you see an individual that uh, definitely looks well dressed, more than the rest of the group. Uh, and they all seem to be wearing like bear skin, uh, you know, animal like bear skin or bear's skin. Like bear skin, like they skinned the bear. Okay, yeah. Uh, they're okay, like, they're like, not wolves. like wearing bear skin like serene earth bears. No, no. Uh, and, you, and are we talking bears like forest bears or bears like Eric bears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a small group of people wearing Ballad. Uh, Eric Kirkra bones or skeletons on their backs, like on their body. Oh, so uh, this is where Sophie was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, like, these are Sophie's people. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, oh, no, Sophie. <laughs> for this moment, uh, Sophie and and um, uh, Merle stayed behind mm-hmm. with the wagon. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're back there protecting everything else. But uh, So, yeah, you guys see that everybody's wearing some type of animal creature 
uh, over their... Uh, so there's a lot of people and it's a big area, right? You see... Oh, seven, yep, that's seven uh, people that you can see uh, outside of huts. And you see a total of, well, that went away. You see three uh, small huts and one big hut. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to think really, really hard about that time that I tripped on acid super hard. And from your like guitar, everything's like <laughs> super psychedelic, and I cast hypnotic pattern at them. I'm like, "Hey guys, look at the pretty lights." Okay, uh, what do they need? And they make wisdom. They gotta make wisdom saves. Dice here, uh, and as you're doing this spell, uh, it takes a little bit to put it together and everything as everybody's approaching you. Uh, yep. Just to give time for everybody to catch up. Okay. Okay. Uh -oh. Drop lots of dice here. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> grab four of these. Uh, yeah, hold on. Get nineteen of these. I mean, I don't want to like shortchange the situation. I gotta use all the. Yeah. Why balance the eyes when you can just like roll them? Yeah. All right. They need to say to uh, what, what did they have to say? What's the number? Seventeen. They need a seventeen. Oh fuck. They all got 20s. Uh, two or saved. ones. Or one, yeah. Uh, two one or 100. <laughs> two saved, uh, and the rest <laughs> did not. Great. <laughs> they are incapacitated. They are just staring and drooling. Like, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they felt... It's such other, a good spell. The two that saved... I know, I love it. ...seem to be the ones that are about to skin this human that they have... Uh, tied That's okay. The They're not. Giant pole. Uh, they seem to be very focused oh. on this. Oh, excuse me, sir. I <laughs> shall. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, right behind your neck, just blows a bunch of bad breath on your neck as you cast the spell. Oh, Jesus. That's why you need to face everybody. That was a surprise one. <laughs> surprise no, round. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, fucking. The majority of the room is completely like, uh, but uh, okay. I then I'm gonna take off my cloak and then I'll just start approaching. Okay, so you're, you're gonna as you do the spell and everything, everybody walks up and you just drop your cloak and start walking in. Uh, what is mm -hmm. everybody else doing? I'm gonna give everybody a, a free round of uh, of uh, well, I probably have to make a save because I wasn't given any warning. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, she's not facing you, so therefore... Oh, okay, it only works in the front? Yeah, it's not popping. Yeah, <laughs> they're magic boots. It's full frontal, <laughs> not... Yeah, full frontal. I mean, yeah. I mean, the answer's great, but it's not where the no, magic right. is necessarily happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then I will follow closely behind while definitely not appreciating the bank. <laughs> Smelling the <laughs> Oh, God, you smell good. No. How uh, far away are these people from me? From you, everybody's about 30. Every, everybody's 30, so they're one round away from everybody, because it's a big opening in the cave, so they're not All right. Front. So okay, so... From the mouth to the opening. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's be very clear here, because that's how we need to do area effects. The person that's tied to the pole is in relation to everyone else. They're the furthest away you can see them, but I'm going to say they're 40. 
uh, because they weren't fully affected by uh, Serene's spell. Uh, so they were pretty much outside the boundaries of her uh, ability. I'm going to put that at 40, and everybody else is with the 30-meter uh, cone of her spell. The room itself is 100 meters wide and 50 mm-hmm. meters deep. So they're not up 300 in- feet, huh? Yes, thank you for doing the real map. Yeah. I was like, That's- are we doing meters or feet here? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for D&D's all you. and feet, you know. Not, not. 300. <laughs> That's not- a big room. <laughs> Sorry, non. What is that in real distance? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 100 feet wide. Uh, okay. Circular room. That's 50 feet in width. Okay. So it's like a giant. So in between. In between Serene and the guy that's t- tied to a pole, there's about a 10-foot area. Uh, no, they're 40 feet away from the opening where you guys are at. So it opens up to this big room. That is not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the distance between Serene and the guy who's tied to a pole. She is, uh, as she started walking in, she's at 30 at that point. She's still 30. She's one so, round yes. away from them. Yes. And okay. the guy is 40 feet away, so there's about a 10-foot difference between her and the guy on the pole. Right. Okay, so I would like to cast Tidal Wave within that 10 feet. Jesus <laughs> because it's up to 10 feet, so I can do right about in that range. Oh, up to 30 feet. Oh, okay, so I can do 30 feet across the whole canyon. And it can move up to ten feet, but I would not like to hit Serene, and so you I will do 10 not feet hit in front of her, in the pool. right? Yes, right. yeah, 10 feet in front of her, and it'll get everybody in the cone, but not the uh, people skinning. Yes, it's, it's gonna, gonna like it's, it's gonna, gonna crash right. Okay, yeah, so we can do some words for this, right? Yep, no, it totally okay. works. It's not gonna reach that situation, but it's gonna definitely hit everybody else in front of oh. her. Uh, as she's walking uh, seductively towards, and she's not even paying attention to you guys. So this giant tidal wave is going to appear in front of her, and everything. Oh gonna, yeah, Ugh. it's going to be red. It's going to be great. And then she's going to be like, "Damn, did I do mushrooms again?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, Aphrodite she's emerging from the sea. <laughs> oh, so yeah, she's walking go. in, and she's like strutting and showing off her outfit, and I'm going to come up behind her and just sort of like banjo play a couple notes, like. And this giant tidal wave is going to come up over her and crash in front of her. Okay. Whoa. I don't have enough d20s to save. They're at disadvantage, so I'm just going to do all these once. So they need to make a dexterity saving throw. One, two, three, four. So four get to reroll because the other ones definitely did not. Okay, uh, one person, uh, it did not affect them. Everybody else just got hammered with a uh, giant tidal wave. Uh, so they get full damage, and I'm assuming the person that saved gets half damage. Yeah, so they get half damage, and the people that did not save, um, they get knocked prone. Okay, so half they- does, that, does that shake them out of their hypnosis? Yes. It's too late. So uh, all well, of them are on the ground. I didn't, I didn't know you were doing it, so it's fine. One person <laughs> kept their composure. I mean, like they were stumbled back, but they did not fall. Uh, the rest of the room, so there's only three standing people right now. 
the two that are about to skin the one person, which was outside mm. the spell, and th- there's one person within the realm of the spell uh, that is didn't get knocked prone, but is no longer mesmerized by uh, Saru. Well, they All take right. 21 damage. Okay, so none of them are getting up. And, uh, <laughs> one... Ever again. <laughs> the one standing is uh, cringing uh, slightly, but he seems like he's well, he's got armor and he's put together quite well. Uh, is this is this Longshanks? You don't know. Probably, yeah. We have no idea. Is this the taller, nicer dressed guy? Well, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't know who it is. But uh, after that cast, Jason, what would you like to do? And uh... when? Well, after that, I'm going to run in and hit this guy that's still standing. Okay, it's going to take you... We yeah. can't kill him yet! <laughs> no, kill the Skinners. Kill the Skinners first. It's too late. You just said you're going to run in and attack well, the guy. Well, that's just what I'm yelling. That's okay. By. Do whatever Jason, you want. Or, yeah. uh, Quentin, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna use uh, orders to mand, which is when I, I, I can uh, order everyone to do whatever I say. they got to make missions throws. Uh, so I yell... Uh, Alright, all you put your, your weapons on the ground. Those of you who are still breathing. What's the range? Uh, 30 feet. Everyone within 30 okay. feet must make a wisdom save. We can see so the charm. The, 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 the one guy by himself, he's going to roll wisdom. Why the fuck not? Uh, he does not fail, and he drops his uh, double sided uh, battle axe <laughs> as back uh, in. Jason gets up to him. Jason, uh, what would you like to do? He just, as soon as you walk up, he just drops his weapon. (laughs) Oops. Don't kill Uh, him. I'm going to hit him with my mate. Yeah. Don't kill him until we can kill him with a rock. Yeah. So you're you're hitting him, or what are you doing? I'm hitting him with my toy mallet, and I'm making it non-lethal. Awesome. Good Congrats for stating non-lethal. Go ahead. <laughs> Good job. Uh, the first attack not going to give you XP for that because that should be a given. A 23 hit. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 15 damage for the first hit. He fucking drops like a sack of potatoes. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, you just, hit him at least so it hard. was non-lethal. Yeah, it's totally get the uh, the acne like boom, 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 that comes out of the the hammer itself uh, <laughs> as it plows into his forehead. Is, uh, he, is he down to zero, or does he look like he's like way past zero? I, if it was okay, I'm going to real quick cast stabilize the dying out of that cantrip just to spare the dying. It's non-lethal. It should be fine. Well, yeah. I just, I just, I'm, it's, I've, I've known y'all in long enough. Just make me feel a little better. We can just make sure. <laughs> That's oh fine. If it He's was gone. lethal, his skeleton would have shut out the battle. Right, 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 right. But it's skin. Uh, no, he hits the ground. Uh, it's a cantrip. I just get to do these whenever I want. So yeah, yeah, it's a cantrip. Yeah. The other two. Uh, at, so the other. Wait, two, I have another attack though. <laughs> do you have a? Stone in your hand. <laughs> I'm going to uh, use one of my hand axes and throw it at one of the other two. Son of a bitch. Oh, were they outside of my of the range of my command word? Yeah. My orders to man? Oh, yep. okay. They're at the 40 foot mark. 
Go oh, ahead. Okay. And... I'm closer. All right. Uh, that is a 28 to hit. <laughs> yep, you literally just hit him straight in the chest, and he flies into the wall, and he's like, oh, and like don't even roll damage. Not even worth it. All right. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> <Oops. laughs> uh And the other person, um, three, fuck, uh, starts running. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he sticks <laughs> off running uh, towards the biggest hut. Uh, and he makes it there because that's his action. It's his turn. Uh, he gets inside the hut, and you don't see him anymore. Uh, we're going to go back up to Serene. I'm going to uh, approach the hut. Uh, it is in your range. So you get to the hut opening, and it's... Uh, are you just walking up to it? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. just sauntering. As soon as you get to the opening, there are three people inside this hut. I cast... Oh, I hip- oh, no- oh, I'm sorry. I was going to cast Hypnotic Pattern when I got up there. Whoever was inside. And I was just going to say, look at the pretty lights, guys. Uh, what are they Aren't they trippy? Save against it's, wi- it's wisdom. Well, first we're going to roll um, percentage. Uh, oh, oh, one get a 20. Okay. Uh, one is completely unfazed by your uh, glimmer. And and, is, okay. and saves against your um, hypnotic suggestion. Magic boobs? Yeah, your magic boobs. Hypnotic boobs. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and the other two are completely just dumbfounded. And he looks at you and he goes to fire some type of uh, looks like a blowgun dart. And he's gonna have fire. Oh, fuck. What's your AC? So low. It's like 15. <laughs> that is that is not low. It is too. <laughs> Merle's is like 23. 17, 18, 19, 20. But that's okay. all Merle does. As soon as you go in there, the two are looking at you, and as soon as you look at the not get hit. Affected. <laughs> does not get uh, hit. Yep. Shoots you in the neck <laughs> with a dart. Uh, it sticks in. You take four points of damage, and you immediately roll me a save versus poison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Which dice isn't gonna fuck me today? Uh, okay, so that one's not bad. It's an eighteen for. Okay. Um, you don't feel paralyzed. You take four points of damage. Uh, you do feel a mm-hmm. numbing sensation uh, where the dart hits you in the neck. Uh, I say his, rude. His second. You've had so many. It comes uh, out more like rude. His second. <laughs> yeah. His second dart is a natural twenty. Uh, That'll and, hit. Yeah. And that's gonna do. Seven points and then do another save at disadvantage. Uh, only eight this okay. time. Uh, you feel like a paralytic 
uh, feeling over your body as you fall to your knees and you don't seem like you can do anything about it. And the rest of the group, because uh, that was both of his actions, uh, and you're paralyzed. What are you doing, Alora? Okay, so I just killed like three people. Uh, um, six. Nice. Nice. Good for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, there's still two people next to the guy that's about to be skinned. One. Uh, and he, One. He ran off. He's not even in there. Uh, this person's still like tied up to the ropes, like screaming, gaggly um, against well, the wall. And there shouldn't person, be anybody near. There shouldn't be any, no, anybody. No, no, near no, no. Let me right? finish. And the other person okay, went to the tent. So there's no one there except for the person struggling. Awesome. Uh, to get free. Yeah, I gotta run over to that person and try and uh, slice their ropes. Okay, that's your action. Free. Um, yep. Do I do it? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get up. There's no like, there's no resistance to it. So yeah, you get in there and you cut them down. Uh, okay, I'm gonna cut them down and then like sort my blanket around them. Be like, it's okay, man. Stand over there. We're going to take care of this. Fair enough. Uh, and then we're going to go to Quentin and Jason. What are you guys doing? Uh, well, the same time? Jason. Yeah, yeah I don't know. How like, are we doing? I'll let Quentin go first. <clears throat> uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm just going to saunter over the same hut that that guy ran in. Um, no, no, I'm not. Forget that. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, I'm going to go over to the guy that Jason knocked out and, and see if I can look through his pockets to find out if this is the guy we're looking for. This is our mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, as you're standing there with your mallet all proud because you knocked him unconscious and it looks like he's totally fucked. Quinn uh, <laughs> runs over and, uh, you know, the typical Friday thing. Give me my goddamn money. <laughs> you know, it starts searching <laughs> the body. Uh, yeah, so roll me a, a search. Investigation? I think that's what it's called these days. Oh, balls. Um, five. Yeah. Yep, you find a pair of balls. Uh, yep, I sure do. Yep. <laughs> you don't really see anything. You can't, you don't find anything on this person. So it's got a hole in his pocket. It's closed. Oh, Jeez, these things are huge. candy in here. What the fuck? Uh, uh. <laughs> Jason, what would you like to do? I mean, so uh, do I see yeah. Serene drop to her knees? Uh, no, she's inside Only of in your the dreams. hut. <laughs> she's inside the hut. Out of your, out of your right. view. I'm gonna follow her in then. She's just gonna leave the corpse or the person that you know to got just in Quentin uh, doing the typical. Quentin seems to have this taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> things well in hand. I'm like, but, I get dibs on any magic items. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just looking for an application. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like the uh, ambulance chaser that he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, you saunter over to the uh, the opening of things. You see Serene on her knees. Uh, it seems like she's paralyzed. Um, like her hands are by her, her side on the ground. And she doesn't seem like she's moving. How far was it to the hut? Uh, it's your full movement to get to the hut. I have 40 movement. Okay, you got 10 more feet to go. Uh, inside right. the hut is only 15, so you can still reach uh, the person on the other side. So I'm going to um, 
just pull Serene around the corner out of their view and then start heading towards them. Alright. Uh, yeah, she seems like she's rigor mortis. It's like she hasn't changed her position as you pull her out of the, the hut, out of the range of combat. Uh, that puts you out of the range to do anything to the individual himself. Uh, it is Why don't you try that shit with me? It's his turn. Matter of fact, he's about to. He's going to try that shit with you. Uh, uh-huh. You're at disadvantage. And Better hope I rolled shitty. Don't worry. He did it for you. The highest of his advantage is a seven. Uh, you hear you hear the, the uh, whisping sound of two darts fly past your head. Uh, and Pierce Quentin's neck. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 the three darts too many. <laughs> uh, yeah, the arrows go past you. They don't do anything. We'll go back to the top of the round. Uh, Laura, you comfortably help this humanoid creature as he's let down. Uh, what would you like to do? Is he okay? Uh, he looks at you, but you get the sense that it he doesn't seem like he was in danger at all. And you actually uh, get this mm. cold chill that runs down your 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 uh, oh, body. Oh fuck! Okay, so <laughs> it's a trap. Uh, I'm gonna look at him. Does he have like weapons on him? No. And as you look at him, he is in the more weapon. detail. Roll me a d20. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's a twenty. Nice. Okay. You get the sense that uh, washes over you, and you feel this urge, like you don't want to do anything with him, but you feel this immense urge that you want to go over and punch Quentin in the face, uh, but it passes you quickly. Uh, now, was that from the guy, or is that just how Alora feels most of the time? You have advantage to resist. I mean, you have disadvantage to resist. Fucking lawyers. Washes over you. You turn and look at Quentin because you have the urge to want to punch him, and you looked at him. As you turn back around, uh, this individual's hand uh, goes across your cheek and he says something in a language you don't understand uh, as he loses I want to stab him okay oh, oh god <laughs> bad things are about to happen you should so you, do I get attack? where's yeah. your proton <laughs> pack? use that <laughs> it's all you it's just it's all out that's fine <laughs> Uh, I want I to. I want to do like I have a rapier as my only like melee weapon, so I kind of want to like do a non-lethal like just kind of pin him to yeah, the you ground. Yeah, you can just hit him with the butt of your your weapon too if you want. To, to... I was more thinking like stab him through the shoulder so he won't oh, okay. die immediately. Yes, and then roll me a possession. And then save. sort of get him down. Oh, a what? Okay. A possession save. A what? Sorry. Possession. Say versus. That's skill. What is that? That would be. Just a d20? A d20 constitution uh, constitution save. Wisdom? Constitution. Constitution. Okay. 
great at constitution. <laughs> so to do a non-lethal hit? No, it's the uh, when he touches your face. Uh, but he jumped into your deck, so go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, that's a 13. Okay. Mm. Nothing happens, and yeah, you uh, rolled a strike. That was basically to find out if you were gonna, if you're willing to actually stab him. Uh, but you have no, uh, <laughs> no loyalty. Nope. Lo- loyal. That's a, uh, that's a dirty twenty. Yeah, you know he's, he doesn't have the stuff. You, you jab it through his arm, and he's like, "Ow!" <laughs> As he falls to the ground. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, so that's a uh, it's fourteen non-lethal damage. Yeah, yeah, he goes down to the ground. He's you very non-lethally frail. stab uh, him through the arm. Yeah. But as, as he falls to the ground, you can visibly... He's not, not going to die right now. You can, you can visibly see the magic emanating from the wound that he created in his shoulder and emanating from his body. Like, the glow as, like, as he falls to the ground, it seems like, you know, when you, like, kick up a bunch of dust and it kind of goes up a little bit, you see that in the form of, like, magic... Uh, bouncing off of the ground from his body as he lands on the ground when you plow him into it. And that's your okay. action. So, so I plow uh, the guy. And yeah, then... yeah, you plow him hardly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> going over to Quentin. So you're going to search again. I give everybody three chances to search and no one's engaging you. No, because I, I just watched, I just noticed out of the corner of my eye uh, two <laughs> blow darts go flying over my head. And then Laura stab a dude in the arm and pin him to the ground. Oh, we're outside uh, the tent. You didn't see me. <laughs> I'm not in the tent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were. Okay. No, no, I'm. I'm. I was just. I was searching the guy that uh that uh, Jason knocked out. <laughs> so you're like 10, 15 feet away from me, just stabbing this guy in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ow! <laughs> on the ground. Uh. Oh, Laura, Jeepers Creepers! What the hell did you just do? Uh, he, he's not good. <laughs> no, you stabbed him in the arm. I wouldn't be good after that either. Uh, um, no, I'm, I'm gonna. No, uh, I'm, I'm gonna actually gonna cast uh, bless on Jason. Uh, you get three people him. in bless. Oh, I buddy. can't see him. Oh, he's in. He's in the tent right now, huh? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, he drugged gonna... me. You can bless me and Alora and yourself. Oh, you know, I, t- I <laughs> okay. take it back. He, he came out. Uh, so you can visibly see him because he's dragging. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought guy. he like pulled himself out of the way of the... Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. See, you can... So you see him pulling Serene out of the opening mm-hmm. of the... Uh, mm-hmm. So you can do whatever you want. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just going to say, I don't... I don't know which one of y'all is gonna do what next, so uh <laughs> good luck everybody, and I'm just like waving my hand and <laughs> Whatever uh, happens, I bless yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your what's your AC? What's my AC? Yeah. Uh eighteen. As you're doing that, casting a spell in that direction towards mm-hmm. uh, Jason, a hand grips you across the throat, tightens as he's holding your face <laughs> towards them and turns you a little bit. The guy on the ground, 
His eyes are a dark, dark blue uh, with little energy emanating from it. As you look down, as he turns your head towards him, and he just, you, he's just staring at you straight in the face. He's got you in a grip, but you can't say anything uh, to alert, to, yeah, to alert anybody of the situation. And Jason, uh, <laughs> you uh, you get uh, Serene out the door, and two little darts uh, swing past you. But then you feel this immense uh, confidence uh, come over you. Right. I don't even need to rage to kill you guys. I do have a new present I'm going to try out, though. And I'm, I'm going to pull in energy from the room and cast haste on myself. All right. Ooh. Uh, spiraling from the fires all around and uh, the ground itself, the plants uh, emanate some really cool energy that's flowing from those objects into uh, Jason, and you immediately uh, feel... Um, haste. And then I'm just going to kind of move towards them. Okay. So as you're moving, uh, you know, extra fast inside the tent, uh, the individual is trying to reload his dart gun. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> <that> <laughs> he's got a double barrel uh, blow gun. He's going to crack it open and drop them both in. And he brought... He pr- he brought a blowgun to a Jason fight. <laughs> it's like a Brown Samson. reload. It's like a Brown <laughs> Samson. He pulls a string and the, like, the little curtain goes over things. Like, yeah, I got this. Uh, no. So you start making your way over to him. He's loading his weapons. Uh, we're going back up to um, Laura. Okay, so... This guy. Let me see. What do I got? Yeah, Quinn, you've taken four damage. Sorry, I forgot to tell Okay. <laughs> Thank you for the temporary just... hit points. You mean Serene. Serene, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apologies. It's all good. Yeah. All bards look alike, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, my best friend is a bard. I, I can say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> call back <laughs> uh, can it can this uh, guy make me a little wisdom saving throw uh, nope he cannot make the save but uh, <laughs> lovely <laughs> that's rolled, great he's charmed I, I rolled an 8 so bitch I this is my good dice, too. Uh, so he's going to be charmed by me for the next hour. That's oh. a pretty good charm that you would give it to him after you stabbed him. The arm. <laughs> oh, please, shove it in deeper, please. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, you, you didn't know that he was into that, Quentin? He's mad. I don't know. He didn't know he was into that either until she cast that spell. Yeah, right? Uh, uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I cut him down from this, so I'm gonna uh, try and help him stand up and 
say. Are you going to leave the blade in his shoulder? Like, yeah, hey, I am. Yeah. Here, let me <laughs> yeah, hold this deeper. Let me pull you into the hilt. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, no, that's exactly what's fucking happening. And yeah, I'm saying, who like, are you? He's, he's looking We've come at you. We've to like, help you. He's, as you're bringing him up, he's like, ow, okay, ow, okay. And you get to the <laughs> uh, Once you're standing up, uh, he does not tell you who he is because. He says his name Steve. Because? Uh, he just says his name Steve. Steve. Yep, Steve the Bandit. Okay. Well, that's probably my whole turn. Okay. So, Quentin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll me a d20 possession save. Which save? Possession. Uh, with this so that's a constitution? Thing. Yeah, constitution at disadvantage. Well, shit, don't make me roll shit I don't have. Uh, 12. <laughs> uh, no. So, as you're looking at him as he's choking you, this energy mm-hmm. leaves his mouth and goes into yours. Uh, you feel this energy enter your body. Uh, and you That's feel like your, alien. your subconscious, your mm-hmm. consciousness is shoved into a, a clear box that you can tell. Uh, like you're present, but you're not. You don't have control of your faculty faculties. Uh, as you're looking at yourself through your eyes, but not able to control, uh, he lets go of the uh, the person he's holding as he falls limp, and uh, his face shrivels uh, a little bit. Um, as you look up, everything's really hazy uh, to you as you. Uh, see Serene standing there or uh, laying up against the tent you see Alora holding uh, this individual in the corner and Jason you can't see because he's inside of the tent uh, and you have no control over your body uh, and your body just starts walking uh, towards the exit of the um, the cave and Jason uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to pound people Okay, so yeah, he's looking going at to Pound Town. The typical, like, shit, shit, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he loads his gun, but you, you obviously, you have a chance to get like he can do an action. Uh, Does he well, cock his have... blowgun like a shotgun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just pops it up with his wrist. Oh, yeah. uh, first is a twenty-four to hit. Yeah. <laughs> Nineteen. 18 damage. Yeah, as soon as you hit him, like, his jaw and most of his face uh, completely just blows off to the, to, into the fire. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> Blood spraying out of his mouth. Uh, and he falls onto the fire. Uh, he doesn't seem like he's trying to escape it, but what, what's your second hit do? Uh... <laughs> See. Well, that's even better to hit. Uh, and so the damage on that would be not as much. It doesn't matter. Ten. He crushes uh, back. Uh, you can hear his spine snap as you hit him in the back. Uh, he stopped moving because you knocked him unconscious anyway. Uh, you hear the crunch of his spine. Uh, he is definitely dead. Um, yeah. And as and you look around. more people in here? Nope, that was it. Oh. This is okay. the one, the one dude. I'm going to 
head out then. Alright. Uh, as soon as you walk out, uh, you see a lawyer like holding someone, like trying to get information against the wall. Uh, Serene is still trying to wake up on the side, and Quentin just appears like he's like, eh, and he's just walking out of the cave. Uh, and that, that, that's your action, essentially. Uh, see ya. Right. <laughs> this is Quentin. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Um, Serene, uh, you come too. Oh, good. Uh, I guess I'll stand up. Um, and uh, Quentin's leaving. That's confusing. But did I, while I was paralyzed, did I like witness what happened with that guy? No. You know that numbing feeling you get when your legs or hands fall asleep? Your entire yeah, body yeah, yeah. is like that, including your eyes. So it was a really trippy moment where you, like, it seems like it's continuously shaking. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was all blurry to you. Uh, but your entire body still feels asleep, but you're able to do stuff. Uh, it's that team. Okay, so what I'm going to do to that guy who uh, I assume Melora has a good reason for stabbing. Yeah, yeah. Um, she usually has good reasons for violence. Um, <laughs> if it was one of the rest of you, I might question it, but... <laughs> I always have good reasons for violence. <laughs> oh, According to you. Jason, Jason um, has good reasons for violence. I mean... From Serene's standpoint, usually Alora has a good reason. <laughs> so she's going to uh, say some unsettling words at the guy who is uh, being questioned. She's using her bardic inspiration um, in the way that uh, eloquent bards do and says, you're going to answer her questions or I'm going to get angry. And she says it like deadpan and like without blinking. And it looks like she could be a psychopath a little bit, but you know, whatever. He rolled a two. He's like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's. And so, yeah, so he has a uh, minus D10 from all of his saving throws that he makes before my next turn. That doesn't matter. He rolled a four. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah. we probably absolutely decimated uh, <laughs> Martin Longshanks at some point. <laughs> He's already dead. He might have been dead already. <laughs> oh, it was shit. actually title wave well, number two. I was going to say the title wave. Uh, <laughs> right yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in my first time. I already fucking mm. so, so Quentin, as you're walking slowly, um, again you have that that hazy, wavy feeling like you're not in control, uh, and you just you get outside of the uh, the mountain because uh, you hurried out, and uh, you look around and you see off in the distance you see, you see everybody uh, by the animals and everything, and you just kind of look to the side and you peel off to the left of the uh, mountain, and you start going into uh, the tree lines. Now, can I... How fast is he moving? He's moving I'm, I'm fast. slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball. Um, apparently he's yeah, sprinting really. because this room is 30 feet, and his movement's probably he was already, 30 feet, he was so he had to double move to get out of the cave. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything for combat-wise, so he doubled his uh, movement speeds. Now, can I... And now, now, you say I'm, I'm locked in a little box inside my noggin. Um... 
do I feel like I can try to pop my way out of the box, or do yeah. I not even have the... Roll, roll me a d20. I'd okay. just like to point out I have an 80 movement speed when I hasted. That's insane. Yeah, it is. That I is like really crazy. Just a heroine. Am I adding any modifiers to that? Boy, well, you should be okay, dude. Maxi monks. No, not yet. <laughs> I can move yeah. like 1,300 feet in a round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You haste a tabaxi monk, and they can do anything. Uh, what did you I used to make that joke whenever we'd play. I'd just be like, oh, how far away are they? Never mind. I'm there. <laughs> Quentin, what'd you roll? Uh, do I get to any modifiers? No. no uh, an 18. Uh, yeah, the glass spiders uh, in this box that you trapped in. And uh, as soon as it shatters away, uh, the energy force is shoved out of your body. Uh, you hurl it up, basically. You throw up this weird energy <laughs> ball, uh, and okay. it shoots off into uh, a direction, uh, a straight line through the... Um, the straight line that, that it was taking me, or does it go off in a different direction? No, no, in the way it was going, so away from the rest of you know the party okay. and everything. And that's where we're going to end this episode. All right. In the middle of the combat? <laughs> Thank yous for listening to Crumpets and Kerosene. Join Jason and the Argonauts as the party make their way through Kaltenburg. Download us on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and anywhere else you download your favorite shows. You can also follow us on Twitter at D&D underscore Crumpets, Instagram at Crumpets and Kerosene, Facebook, Crumpets and Kerosene Podcast. YouTube, Crumpets and Kerosene. We also have a website, crumpetsandkerosene.com. DM is Kelly Williams. Twitter and Instagram at infantry underscore kitchen. Jason is played by Brent Marquis. You can find him on Twitter at Brent Lee Marquis. Merle is played by Seth Mason. You can find him on Twitter at Mason underscore duck. Alora is played by Amanda Lee Baldwin. You can find her on Twitter at LemonSeed05. Sophie is played by Allison Webb. Quentin is played by Jason Cassidy. You can find him on Instagram at Dungeoneering with Jason. Serenity Serene is played by Jenna Marie. You can find her on Instagram at chaotic underscore click underscore clack. Production of Crumpets and Kerosene is done in-house. Sound effects used in this episode are sourced from Epidemic Sounds, and remastered on Vegas Pro 17, Adobe Edition, and Aphonic Sounds. Need some excitement on that morning drive to work? Welcome, adventurers, to Constructed Chaos, a live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast full of unpredictable antics, borking doggos, and engaging fantasy storytelling and roleplay. With sessions recorded in a professional studio setting, you'll feel every bit of the action and hear every snide remark by the snarky NPCs. Jump in and have a listen to our flagship campaign, The Wrath of Zealous, to help us construct some chaos. In a world of magic and mystery, where danger lurks around every corner, a new type of hero emerges. Brave. Resourceful. Potty trained. I pooped in my pants. Well, maybe not potty trained. Coming soon only to the Crumpets and Kerosene Patreon, it's Babies and Broadswords. Someone please, my pants, pooped in my pants. 
Maximum Roll. Join us each week as we interview folks within the gaming and entertainment industry, such as writers, illustrators, artists, podcasts, Twitch and YouTube streamers, social media content creators, handcrafted gaming apparel and merchandise, and much more. You can find Maximum Roll on Apple and Spotify and anywhere else you find your podcast. If you want to be interviewed on the show, just email us at MaximumRollEntertainment at gmail.com or Instagram at Maximum underscore Roll underscore Entertainment underscore LLC. And if you like Maximum Roll, check out some of the other Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and streams on the Maximum Roll Entertainment Podcast Network. This is Mark Reinhagen, creator of Vampire the Masquerade and all those other monster games. If you like what I did before, you're going to love the Accursed series of games using a narrative version of the D20 5e game system, in which you play cursed beings in a dark fantasy setting called Lostlorn. I'm working with a collective of artists, writers, and game designers called the Tailspinners to bring this world and these games to life, and you're welcome to join us on the ride. We are releasing a new zine every month, uh, which in a series of six detail and outline a unique and amazing campaign setting. We started with Bloodstone Isle and are moving next onto Invictus, the city of bridges. For a nominal sum, you can get these delivered to you monthly on Patreon. Just type in patreon.com backslash lostlorn. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, stop on by dnd420.com. We're a guild of role players brought and bound together by Common Drive, the love of role-playing games. We bring our individual skills and personalities together to breathe life into the worlds and games created by our game masters. We also offer podcasts such as Late Night with Jess and Jam. We have custom content, a bestiary for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, and a Discord server where you can find games or just hang out and make new friends. That's dnd420.com. Games like Dungeons & Dragons are more popular than ever. But with tons of rules, mountains of books, and so many dice, it can be hard to know where to get started. That's where Dungeoneering with Jason comes in. We're Dungeon Masters for Hire. Take a break and let us run your next game. One-on-one -on -one tutorials are also available for new DMs. Contact Dungeoneering with Jason today. Adventure is just a click away.